0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Paul Garrett, owner and director of Garrett Beckett & Company, a chartered accountancy firm based in Essex. Paul, hello. Good morning. Well, thank you very much for coming on the program today. Uh, Now, normally we'd get straight into the subject of leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID outbreak, we should start there. How has this affected uh, your business?
1: Um, It's difficult to predict predict at the moment because our business uh, relies on working for other businesses. Um, And so we're waiting to see how it's affecting the clients. It's a... London is effectively a service-based city and the services are dropping away. So we have builders and restaurants and uh, businesses of that ilk and their, their, their turnover is negligible.
0: Now, of course, it's been a, a rather difficult time for businesses across the country, as has been mentioned. Uh, do you feel uh, that the government's actions have helped or hindered the economy?
1: I think that the economy together with the handling of the crisis has been short-term and reactionary with limited long-term planning and if it was a company running itself in that way not looking for 12 15 18 24 month cycle it would be failing in its duty to its employees and its owners um the classic example of that i think is the fiasco with the educational examinations um, it seems to me it would have been so sensible to have based taken 2018 data projected to the 2019 examinations and then compare the 2019 examinations the actual results against the stuff given by the, the, the logarithm but they didn't do it and the short-sightedness runs through the whole approach to covid both Uh, with the care homes and financial support given to businesses. Tax has been deferred for six months, but that means that in another six months' time, businesses are going to have twice the tax bill to pay in a period when when effectively not working. So to uh, to answer your question, I think the whole thing has been a shambles. And as a businessman, it worries me dramatically that we've got the people that are handling this handling the Brexit negotiations.
0: Well, one could uh, effectively argue that this is an unprecedented situation uh, that wasn't foreseen, whereas a trade agreement is something that is a, a long-standing uh, a, a typical uh, activity of government. What would you say to the, those sorts of uh, arguments?
1: That, that, that's a fair point. But either way, you're looking, you've got to look forward to the wrong term. The business, somebody running a business has to look to next year and the year after. That's where a business is run. Um, and out of that, one, one of the things I feel very strongly about is the lack of support to SMEs that Dallas will, will, will touch upon that later on. But one of the things that a business does is to do a budget. It does a forecast. It does cash flow projections. Well, running, running the country, you've got to be just simply paying top people top top salaries to look at the future, then I expect them to be able to do that in a, a, a manner that a sensible businessman would be doing it with mm. minimal evidence that that's the case.
0: Now, we should move on to the subject of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: I think leader is the person that is ultimately responsible for, A, taking the right decisions and standing by the consequences of them.
0: And how would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: I very much believe that it's a do unto others as they would do to you. Therefore, I trust my staff and I treat them with respect, and that is reciprocated. We've had one person leave mm. in 20 years, and she'd been with us 11 years. So it's a very stable um, it's a very stable staff, and one that I know that if I'm working remotely, that they, they will be working, and I don't have to worry about whether or not um, we, we sell time, so I don't have to worry about whether or not they're charging. Clients for time that they're not incurring. And mm-hmm. yet, the other thing is that we encourage and have an open dialogue. The one thing I will not allow is office politics.
0: Mm-hmm. And how do you um, go about preventing them? Because its it does seem that no it naturally in it, springs up.
1: By having no truck. I grew up for a very, very large American corporation, which is how I got into the business that I'm in. Um, and 50% of my time was spent dealing with the politics coming out of the New York and European offices. And a lot of the decisions weren't. I remember one um, somebody in New York saying to me, oh, I absolutely agree with the point that you're making, Paul, but I'm not going to say anything until I see how my boss feels. Well, that's, mm. that's no way to run a business.
0: Where would you say you derived your leadership style from? Did you have a particular role model or were you shaped more by circumstance?
1: Going back into time, I I left the accounting profession because I wanted to deal with the day, with with the now and tomorrow. I didn't want to keep looking over my shoulder about looking at last year's results, auditing and tax and to cut a very long story short. I was in a Dynamic company, I got recruited recruit into dynamic company that was completely and totally out of control. It was owned by, by a very staid blue chip uh, city company, and they brought in a couple of consultants uh, to report on the financial controls. And the, the, the consultant's report was um, there are no financial controls. And the two gentlemen involved, I shall name names, uh, one was a chap called John Straw, and the other one was a man called Robert May. Robert had a an incisive incisive brain like a laser and watching him think and examine problems and coming looking at solutions that were just not immediately apparent and i um Learned an awful lot from Robert, and I left that company, and then he recruited me into another company when he changed. And I worked with him again, and from that, I was then recruited, headhunted into the American company I was talking about. And I had, I'd learned a lot, not necessarily management skills, but I'd learned and admired Robert so much, the way that he would tackle problems. And unfortunately, I've lost contact with Robert over the years, but Robert, if you're listening to this, thank you very much.
0: Well, it's always uh, excellent for people who've had an effect on, on someone to know that they've had that effect because it is so uh, uh, important for uh, morale, isn't it? Now, unfortunately, our time together is drawing to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store for Garrett Beckett & Company?
1: I just don't know. We're trying to encourage... SMEs to get help, they're effectively abandoned by the government. SMEs are unpaid tax collectors, get very little guidance and support uh, in how to run their business and teach people how to run their business. And uh, coming right way right back to the beginning, projecting things and looking at the cash flow problems. And the projections um, are just so important. Cash flow is going to be so, so important. And if anybody does this at our website, they've got what we call the business equation, which they can use for free. So they can try to calculate their cash flow because that, that's going to be the critical factor over the next 12 to 18 months for mm. all businesses, Well, I'd like including to th- Beckett.
0: Well, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on the program. It's been a pleasure having you, and I do hope that we can have you back on the program at some point in the near future. But for now, Paul, thank you. Thank you. That was Paul Garrett, owner and director of Garrett Beckett & Company. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is my exclusive interview with our chairman, Lord Blunkett. Lord Blunkett, welcome.
2: Thank you very much. It's very good to be with you.
0: Um, Well, of course, uh, nothing is being said uh, at the moment other than COVID-19, which uh, we must touch on.